Ultra. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers one three-hour mark at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. Woo! I'm Norman Mitchell. And today we'll be talking about Minute 180. 180. Heck yeah. Three full Here we hours. are again. Once more into the breach, my friends. Um, It starts with... This is our second three-hour mark. Yes. Is that why I'm tired? Probably. <laughs> Just listening, wow, we've done more than six hours already. I, I'm, yay. Uh, so, <laughs> this minute starts with Pippin saying, we don't belong here, maybe. This minute starts with Pippin saying, we don't belong here, Mary. It's too big for us. And ends with Thaden screaming aragorn's name we uh we entered this scene with a smash cut and we are leaving this scene with a smash cut yes there's no transition there's no we go from a loud moment to a quiet moment and then from a quiet moment to a loud moment with no no warning there's no good way to do that though because they're so different yeah a previous transition to dern dingle was a cut to over the trees. Get it in while you can. Was a cut to over the trees and then a slow, like a pan. And then we saw everything going on. in Right. But I don't think that makes sense here, especially because it is like kind of like the beginning of the all is lost thing. Yeah. So I guess a zoom out and then a zoom in would look really. It's very Star Wars. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. It, it would be or. What I, what I mean by a zoom out is like the camera going up into the sky and then moving and then coming back down into Helm's Deep would look really cheesy. Yes, that would. That's why you're but not I've a seen, film editor. <laughs> I've seen lots of movies do transitions like that. Like the, like the map transition? Yeah, stuff like that I think can look really cheesy sometimes. And not even a, sometimes. It depends it on the context. Yeah, it does depend on the context. Like, the Indiana Jones plane map transition is, like, chef kiss. That's some yeah. good shit right there. That's some top quality. That's some top quality map transition. It's a good map. It's a good map. <laughs> so, everything about the scene yesterday leads to this moment between Mary and Pippin. Right. This is this is Mary getting his point across to right. Pippin directly. Because Pippin's just like, we've got the Shire. And he smiles. We can go home. And Mary's just like, no. The forests of, of Tuckborough and Buckland will burn. Right. There all, won't be a Shire anymore. All that was green and good in this world. <laughs> Mary gets it. Mary really, really gets it. And Pippin just... Did. Just <laughs> did. Cher- Pippin really just didn't get it. Until now. And he still, he still kind of has to process it a little, right? Going forward, but he's now been given the opportunity from Mary directly to catch up, catch up with the class, Pippin. Oh, I mean, he's the last member of the Fellowship to understand the real stakes here, right? 
Because he's the young one. Yeah. And Mary is wise. Apparently. Yeah, he's alright. He connects the dots really well here. He looks at the big picture. He understands what's going on. That's why he's so upset. What do you mean go home? We can't go home. And in a way, Mary's kind... If we kind... go home, there won't be a home to go home to. Yeah. And in a way, Mary's kind of right anyway. The Shire's never really quite the same for them once they get back. Well, okay. In the context of this movie, that never happens. You're referring to the scouring of the Shire, right? Kind of, but also to that scene at the end of Return of the King where they're all drinking in the Green Dragon. And the way that the scene is framed is makes them feel separate and isolated a little from the world they've come back to. Right. I mean, it's like Bilbo when he comes back from his adventure. Right. You can't not be changed by, like, leaving your hometown and then coming back. Right. So it's never really quite the same for them. So in a way, Mary is, like, what Mary is talking about is just coming to pass anyway. Right. But not to the violent degree that he's worried about. Because that's the last step of the journey. You return changed. Yeah. Like, changed, underlined. Yes. In bold type and circled. Like... Because they all return in, like, their armor from far-off places. Right. Riding ponies and carrying treasures of victory. Because even if they hadn't undergone, like, all of this stuff... Like, even if they had just gone off on an adventure, like, just a straight adventure like like Bilbo does, you can't not leave your comfort zone and not come back to it feeling like you've outgrown it, because you have. Yeah. The... I'm sure that we will talk about that moment in a lot of detail when we get there at the end of Return of the King many, many minutes from now. Trying not to think about it. So long from now. (laughs) We're here in this minute, this second three hour. The second three hour mark in a movie (laughs) that we are, we are covering. We get 380 minute marks (laughs) along the way. So we sure do. (laughs) So the Ents are very, very much just sweeping these hobbits away. They're just, this isn't our fight. Shrug. There's nothing you can do. Just go home. Go home, kids. Right. Which is, given the nature of why the Ents exist, is silly to me. And in the greater context of things, I guess that's why they they are able to change their minds about this. Because the Ents only exist to protect and shepherd nature. But they don't see their natural realm being harmed. Not yet. Right. So that makes sense, because... They're like Pippin. They're very complacent. They're just like, oh, well, these trees are fine, so we'll be okay. Yeah, the trees seem fine. We're good. We're the trees. We'll be all right. There's also, like, much fewer, much much less... here comes the Onceler knocking down your woods. Oh, my God. No. No, it's stuck in my head now. No! How bad can it be? No! No! You're banished. (laughs) Banished. You are, you are a disgrace. God. Dang it. (laughs) Darn dingle it. Oh, darn dingle. I'm so angry. Is that Zac Efron? Zachary Levi? That's going to be stuck in my head 
for uh, the rest <laughs> of the weekend, and I do not want to listen to it because f that song. <laughs> Thanks Tumblr for turning it into a terrible meme all those years ago. It wasn't even that long ago, really. It was like five. I guess. That's ancient history. I'm just mad that that movie has Taylor Swift in it and then she doesn't actually really sing. She just sings as part of a group song. Well, that's like like that Disney movie, Enchanted, and Adina Menzel's in it and she doesn't even freaking sing. Right? Doesn't that just seem like a waste of your money to hire a singer? I mean, they hired her for Frozen, so... But, like, to hire them, to hire a singer for a movie in which there are songs and not have them sing one? That just seems dumb to me. You gotta use your, 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 your resources wisely. That's what the whole point of that movie is, right? Yeah, I guess. (laughs) It's true. Disney didn't learn that lesson when it comes to spending their money properly, I guess. Or that's not even Disney. I don't even know who that is. Uh, isn't that the Minions? Or DreamWorks. I don't know. Some some company that made... I feel like it's Minions. Yeah, probably. Probably. That I don't movie's remember. cursed, so whatever. Cursed. I've seen too many things, Gandalf. <laughs> too many things. So, we are, we are very close to the end of Mary's journey as who he becomes in this narrative. Not what he's going to do, but the kind of person he becomes. We're, we're pretty much at the end of that. I think that. that does him a disservice in Return of the King, though. I I don't think he changes anymore in Return of the King. Well, we'll find out, won't we? He This is the moment where th- this is all of his character development throughout these first two movies has led to this moment of, I don't really want to use the word actualization, but that's really what I'm trying to say. Wow, you corporate shell. Uh, <laughs> Hey, that's a, <laughs> that is a perfectly legitimate philosophical word. No, I know. That has been tainted by, <laughs> by corporate nonsense, promoting synergy and all that. <laughs> Gotta promote synergy and actualization and shut up. But that, that's what's happening here. This is when Mary becomes the person he needs to be and was always going to be. This is his, like, his truest self. This is his, his nobility comes forward here. And that nobility is what carries him through his actions in Return of the King. Okay. I see what you're saying. And then, you know, his actions in Return of the King allow another character's arc to finish, which is Eowyn. I think that, I still think that they, you're doing him a disservice because his interactions with Eowyn reflect what he does in that movie. But I don't. they, They learn from each other. It's not like. I have reached my pinnacle of character development. Beep, blorp, beep. I am a robot. Like, he's... <laughs> not, he's not he becomes a robot. He's still, he's still in flux. Like, he's still, like... None of them reach their their zenith. That's a, that's a good word. A zenith, zenith. Of their, like, character arcs until that last movie, in my opinion. Because mm. to me, Mary hasn't really grown all that much. This is a long way from the big one, the big one. Yeah, right. But like, it's, it's been very sudden, um, this change in Mary, I think, because it's only in this movie that he starts talking about like, you know, the stories about the forest and like in that first movie, 
yes, there is a change from that first movie to this one, but I feel like it happened like finger snap. You didn't actually want to snap and pop no, the mic. No. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah, I mean, there's a certain amount of that. That's going to happen when you have... I think that is in part because of the number of characters right. in the narrative. Because there's only so much you can do. Right. It's not like a TV show. Like, you don't have seasons of of screen time to give each of your characters the depth and the room to grow. Like, yes, you have, like, 12 hours of movie, but... Yeah. Could, like... I think a really... I mean, I know that some of our listeners have kind of disagreed with this assessment, but I think that Boromir's character arc in Fellowship feels very sudden without some of those extended scenes. Right. Those extended scenes helped his character arc, even though it's relatively short compared to some of the other changes people go through. But, like, juxtapose that with the extended scenes where Merry and Pippin are, and And they're just making a fart joke. Right, they're just, like, like, I don't know, pooping around, like... (laughs) Literally pooping around. (laughs) Yeah. So... And we just get a little, because their scenes that are extended are, we get the, the fart jokes with the entrot, the entraft. I always want to say that word draught, but that's just not correct. No, it's not. I just assume it said, like, fraught, because there was only one letter different. <laughs> oh, English. So the... You crazy. Go home, English language. And then we just get some extended versions of their scenes with Treebeard. Where they talk to him a little bit more and we get the longer song from Treebeard. Right. But overall, yeah, Mary and Pippin's extended scenes are small. Very filler. Yeah. They just kind of fill in the gaps in their story from other characters, for the viewer's benefit, because the narrative isn't focused on them. Just kind of fills in the gaps so you can actually follow more directly from the end of Fellowship to the end of this movie. Because they don't really even do much anyway. No, Merry and Pippin are weirdly responsible for one of the biggest things that happens through the narrative of this story, but are incredibly passive in their own narrative. Right. Which is kind of strange. That's why I think it does Merry a disservice to say that he peaks in this movie, character development-wise. We'll talk about it more as Return of the King goes on. Because... To me, character character development doesn't truly happen unless your character is actively doing something instead of, like, passively reacting to things being done to them. Like, yes, like, that's life experience. Like, you react, like, how you react to a thing is, you know, your personality and whatever and shapes who you are as a person. But you also have to, like... Your characters also have to have agency in a story for them to, like, truly grow, I think. Mm. Characters in a story can grow through forced helplessness, not necessarily through being able to actually change their situation, too. That's essentially what's happening to Merry and Pippin. They're being forced to grow by being unable to do anything. Right, no, that's what I was just saying, though. Like, in my opinion, I don't feel like that is, like... Because Merry chooses... Like, Mary here is choosing to try to do something about it. Like, he's choosing, instead of, like, accepting it like Pippin, he's choosing to be angry and choosing to, like, hold on to his, like, like, that is an active choice. Yeah. 
But Pippin is still being passive. And like Mary up until this point, I feel like has been a lot of, it's been a lot of reactions too, instead of like taking your I think that, I think destiny that or whatever. The fart jokes aside, I think overall the way that this movie treats Mary has led us to this moment fairly organically. Ha ha pun. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Because we do start to get the hints that he cares more about the forests back in the escape of the earth, escape from the Urukai. Okay, but my thing about that is, and we talked about this when he was telling Pippin, yeah, or he was telling us, it would have been nice for him to show some of this in Rivendell in, or, or Lothlorien, even either. in like the Shire. Yeah, in the Shire, they never really had an opportunity with them in the Shire to express that part of his character but in Rivendell and Lothlorien they sure the hell do right I would have liked to see that earlier especially because they filmed all of this in one chunk and they were yeah. writing all of it in one chunk right and you know maybe some of that just is cutting room floor stuff you know stuff that just kind of got edited out smaller character beats from okay, larger but, scenes like, you keep the burping jokes in the second movie but you can't keep a line that mary says that he you know grew up on peter Tales jackson of likes the fart trees. jokes no i know he's a boy but like you like fart jokes sometimes i do but not at the expense of like a line of dialogue yeah like a hypothetical line of dialogue that sets up mary's journey in the second one right Whereas Pippin's journey is, I mean, Pippin's journey is also fairly sudden. Because, in my opinion, the Mary development, like, while it is good, just comes out of nowhere. I mean, Legolas and Gimli have the same problem that Mary and Pippin do. Legolas and Gimli, though, have been hanging out, or, like, forced to hang out, since, like, the first movie. So that, to me, is more organic. But I mean that we don't get to really, we don't really see any more of that than we do the same sort of character development that they give Mary and Pippin. It just feels more organic because it's spread out instead of all at once. Also, like, Legolas and Gimli, I love them, but they are not main characters. Neither are Mary and Pippin. But Mary and Pippin have a larger role to play in the overall mythos of Lord of the Rings than Legolas right. and Gimli do. Yeah, of Legolas the Fellowship, and Gimli it's are the like four a hobbits footnote. Yeah. And Aragorn right. are the ones that play the biggest part Legolas in the story. Legolas and Gimli are a footnote and they're supporting characters and that's why that works because they're um like they're still growing but it's like background stuff and it's not as big of a deal. Yeah. I mean it is a big deal because whatever. But the way the movie's set together it's, it, it treats everyone other than Frodo, Sam, and Aragorn as secondary characters for but the that's, most part. Like, that's not the case, though. And I guess that bothers me because this is important. What yeah. Mar- Like, Pippin literally says it's too big for us. And that's like one of the main themes of this story is, is that like, nothing's too big for you. Right. So. Just made myself cry thinking of the coronation scene in Return of the King oh again. Oh my god. I can't help it. It makes me cry. <laughs> we're going to have to like stop recording when we're finally talking about that scene like five times. I know, because I'm going to break down. <laughs> I'm oh. going to. I cried in the movie theater when I saw that. Bless. It just hit, It just gets me in the feels <laughs> real hard. It kicks you right in those feels. Like a morgul blade. Oh, no. I've carried this wound forever. Oh, no. 
Why would it be a wound? It's like a happy thing. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's like a happy cry. That was a bad metaphor. Yeah. I'll just carry it forever, I guess. <laughs> this is my burden to bear. My entire life. Crying at four hobbits. <laughs> four little hobbits doing great things. <laughs> I don't know, man. When you're a short, chubby kid that always fell helpless, it's real nice to see that Aww, on the big screen. That's fair. Kiss me. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just really funny. Every time I think about it, I get teary-eyed. Oh. It's just like, if I ever have to cry, I just have to think about that scene. Acting. It's not really, though. I'm crying. <laughs> but yeah, this, I, I think that's really what's going on here. And I think that that issue is magnified because we're going through it a little at a time. You know, we're, we're scrutinizing every scene. Because I think when you sit down and watch these movies as they're intended like to be viewed. a normal person? As they're intended to be viewed, that problem doesn't kind of jump out at you as a problem necessarily because Because you're you're just kind of enjoying the experience right right you're focusing on the main character of the movie which is frodo and aragorn yeah and you're still kind of excited to jump around and see this stuff and the way the movie is framed is hey you got to care about this but we're gonna get back to the back to the The fighting here yeah the story we're gonna we're gonna get back to the story moving along but keep keep this on the back burner remember this this is important right because the stuff with Mary and Pippin is signposting the themes of this movie and then revisiting a scene that kind of deals with what we've just watched. That happens a lot with, like, that happens with some of these scenes in Dern Dingle. Because they're talking about, they're talking about war and they're talking about fighting for stuff and how war causes destruction and right. the fires of Isengard are going to spread. And, and then, then we, we cut smash back cut to the back, fires of Isengard spreading. We we smash cut back to Helm's Deep with Theoden distraught, looking over the battle, highlighting kind of the violence in a negative way. Right. The way that the movie is framed. Right. Because in in oh God in Dern Dingle, they're <laughs> they're talking about war in the abstract, whereas we are cutting, we are intercutting between war that's like very visceral and like present and real for yeah. these people. Yeah, and we get this real sad music over this scene that we cut back to. Mm-hmm. Because the battle is going poorly. I will say, uh the return of Legolas's sweet knife moves uh fills me with joy. Get him. <laughs> get him. Get him. <laughs> That's if I was a Gravity Falls character, I would be that guy. Be that guy. Yeah, with the cutoff shorts. I'm Dipper. Oh, does that mean your sister's Mabel? Yes. <laughs> Can confirm. So cooler than you, and has a pig. Yeah. <laughs> she has a cat named Batman. That's close enough. That's fair. Hi, Jesse. <laughs> Who is the most scared cat ever, and therefore does not deserve their name. Oh, Batman learns through fear, though. That's applicable. That's Batman's whole stick. Like this, this Batman is stuck in the have not overcome his fear stage. Yet. He's just stuck in the bat cave. Yeah. Just... Oh no, those winged rodents. No. What must cats think of bats? They're tasty rat birds. Sky rat, get down here. Get down here, you rascal! Why can you fly? Why can I not fly to catch you? <laughs> you are not bird. Do bats lay eggs? 
<laughs> that is a horribly inside joke. No, I know. I'm sorry. Uh, so that I think very. We're gonna get real sad next week. I think so. Yeah. We'll get all our jokes out. <laughs> yeah. Next next week is the sads. Though we do tend to compensate for sads with like lots of humor, so hopefully it's not too depressing. Yeah. Because our friend, our dear friend, Haldir, hashtag Haldir lives, uh, lives no more. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag Haldir lives no more. No! But that is next week. Uh, so we return to the battle. That's exciting. Yep. We're back. Another smash cut. One and a half minutes later. (laughs) All the scenes of Mary Pippin are so short. They're less than three minutes. All of them. They are also very short. It's too big for us. We have the Shire. We can't carry the movie. <laughs> Set it up better. Anyway, so uh, we're from the website duelinggenre.com. Check us out there. Um, we haven't mentioned it in a while, but we have like an Amazon affiliate link, and you can find that in our show notes. If you shop on Amazon, uh, go ahead and use that link, and we'll get a cut. And it won't be extra cost to you, and we will... Uh, benefit everyone it's like a mutually beneficial relationship so go ahead and check that out um and if you want to check out another movies by minute podcast that's not on duelinggenre.com you can go to moviesbyminutes.com for all of your podcasting needs all your incredibly scrutinized movie podcast your incredibly niche podcast needs (laughs) your niche needs no no how so, bad could it be? No! No! <laughs> Special thanks, as always, to our Patreon associate producer, Ed Foster. Bye! We'll be back on Monday to talk about our friend Haldir. <laughs> Bye! Bye.